my fellow renovation buddies, it's Naomi Finlay here. Now, do you have a good stream of leads to find your renovation projects? But you're now wondering exactly how you filter through these leads to find which is going to be the next most profitable project for you. Are you getting overwhelmed with the thought of sorting through them all and choosing the wrong one accidentally? You've saved a bunch of potential projects on like your realestate.com.au account, but now you're wondering how you're going to pick one over the other. Well, fear not, because today I'm here to give you some tips on how you can sift through your leads really quickly and easily. And the first steps involves keeping it personal. Every step you take in your renovation project, you should consider yourself and your overall goals first and foremost, because really you're doing this to create your own wealth. Sure, you've got budget in the background that plays a part, you know, because when the property comes along, you've got to make sure that it's the right price and it's the right property, but you must consider your overall goals first and foremost when you're sifting through these leads. So before you even get stuck into doing an in-depth assessment of whether a particular house could make a good renovation project or not, you actually need to take a step back. You need to ask yourself some really important questions and this will help you sort through the jumble in no time at all. So the first thing you need to ask yourself is does this property fall into your patch? So your geographical area that you've identified is where your renovation projects are gonna be. Are you making sure that the properties aren't too old, that they aren't too expensive? And are they in the area that, that, that are filled with smoky warehouses and an industrial area? These are just some of the factors that you need to be thinking about when you're looking at your leads. Are they in an area that people want to live, that people would feel safe in? These are some of the things that you should be looking at and ticking off your list just as those notifications of properties that meet your search criteria come in, you should be vetting them using some of these elements. And if you don't have a patch yet, if you haven't got that far, then you need to go back and start there first. Find the area that's going to fruit the most profitable renovation projects for you. Now, the other thing that you need to think about as these leads come across your patch, even if they are a great fit for the patch and they are in the suburb that you've been keeping an eye on, that you know does well and they are supposedly going to be a great fit, you need to then look at the property in detail. So from the perspective of, yes, they're in your patch, fantastic. Yes, you can absolutely spruce them up and add some value, wonderful. But are they the odd looking, scary, haunted house that everyone avoids. Now, yes, there's no doubt that there's probably one or two people in your buyer cohort, so in your target market, that wanna live in the scary looking haunted house. But the majority of people that are in your target market more than likely won't want to be living in that haunted house. So one way of checking your leads as they come across your desk are not only does it meet your patch? Is it in the area that you want to be in? But is it one of those scary, weird houses built by a mad scientist? And if so, then you kick that one to the curb. Now, the second thing that you need to consider is, is the property in re reasonable condition? Now, when I say that, people are probably going, Naomi, I don't want a property in reasonable condition. I want a property that's imperfect. I want a property that, you know, I can add value to, that I can 
paint and that I can renovate. Absolutely, that is completely the case. However, there is a line. If you are renovating and you have made the decision that part of your strategy is that you're going to wanna to be doing cosmetic renovations with maybe replacing a kitchen and dining space and you think you've found this amazing lead and it's a perfect match. It's an amazing Queenslander, one of my favorite properties in our country. It's an amazing Queenslander and you're like, yes, this is perfect. But then when you look closer into it, it has flood damage down below. And where the wood is still damp, the termites have gotten in and started to eat it. So you're gonna to need to re-peer, re-stump, or repost that entire property. So what I mean by this, is I want you to have a look at, is the property in reasonable condition for the level of renovation that you've decided to undertake? So remember, we've got all these leads crossing, coming across our desk. One, are they the right age? Are they in the right patch? Are they in the right condition? Are they the scary haunted house? You can see the bucket of leads that originally started are now dwindling down. We're having less and less. We're sifting and funneling those leads out to find the real gold. So when you look at that property that had the flood damage, it's not really that good a value after all. Now the third one is do the council checks. Check out the properties or the leads in detail before you even go inspect them. So once you've found the lead, it fits your patch, it fits your budget, it fits your strategy, amazing. But you need to do some council checks on the property. There are so many things to consider when it comes to these checks. I mean, dozens of things, all of which will affect what you plan to do with the property and the profit you can make from the property. So let's give some examples. So if your strategy involves swapping out front doors swapping out windows, extending porches and changing the facades, then you're not going to want the property to be heritage listed. The same goes if you're actually looking to make the property larger, if you're looking to expand it and extend it. If you have a property that actually has some floor to space ratio restrictions imposed by your local council, then that's not going to be a good fit either and you can cross that one off your list. If the property's in a bushfire zone, which means that the types of materials you use are going to be restricted and more expensive, you may want to cross that one off your list as well. These are just a few of the multiple, multiple factors that you can get information from your council about the properties you're looking to buy. Sometimes there'll be a small fee involved, but compared to the potential of dropping your whole budget on a property, and then you realize later that you can't do the renovations you want, it is an absolute small expense. Now, the next thing that I want you to look at is any planned future works from a council perspective. So are they looking to put in a massive car park? Are they looking to turn a quiet subdivision into a six lane highway one block over? These sorts of things can kill your profits. So that's the next thing. And the final thing we're gonna talk about today that I want you looking at from a council perspective. So there you have it. These are three of the ways that you can filter your leads to find the diamond in the rough. So my rapid renovation formula has an entire system around filtering these leads that come across your desk. But if you start with these three mainstays, you are going to be heads and shoulders above the competition. So until next time, let's renovate.
Hey, renovators, if you're ready to take the next step in your renovation journey, then come learn how to renovate with me in my online renovation masterclass. It's completely free for all of you listeners. So if you want to discover how to renovate properties for profit, head over to naomifindlay.com forward slash renovation masterclass, where I'll show you how the seven steps to my winning rapid renovation formula create a six-figure income for me and many of my students. So save your spot today. Remember, it's naomifindlay.com forward slash renovation masterclass. See you soon.